0: Thank you for breathing. Okay, uh, let's do the fr- let's do the front stuff. Let's get it knocked out, yes, and sir. that way we can introduce our guest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like we said, this is episode 15 of Live on Two Wheels, your weekly motorcycle live show, brought to you here on Chase on Two Wheels. After the fact, it actually goes up on another YouTube channel, Live on Two Wheels. Search YouTube, you'll find it, uh, unless you're watching us live. Hi, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Hope you're having a great Thursday. Also, if you guys don't like listening, or... <laughs> <laughs> then i'm sorry (laughs) yeah we got nothing for you but uh if you guys want to only listen to us and not watch us it's also available as a podcast so you can check it out live on two wheels spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, all that good stuff okay what else do we have to get through um okay at the end of the show we're going to be doing uh our over on our discord you guys know we have a discord links in the description if you want to check it out and uh We are going to be doing our little five-minute, ten-minute thing where we look over memes. So, Bo, if you'll jump to my screen very quickly. Yeah, I got a little extra tap dancing I gotta do to bring it up, but yes. Tap that that dance. Um, what, What was that noise? that was me he was typing yeah oh okay i was like oh my god there's a strange noise happening it sounds like tap dancing um so guys uh if you want to participate at the end of the show we give away a 50 dollars revzilla gift card every single show and if you want to be one of the winners of that go over to our discord go down to the live on two wheels section go up to the threads you will see lo2w season two episode 15 that's the one we are on right now Drop funny stuff here, and boom, at the end of the show, we will look over that stuff and uh, uh, yeah. we will laugh as a group collectively.
1: All right. And It'll be a good time. prepare for an abrupt green room entrance,
0: too. <laughs> <Yeah>. No desire. <laughs> Sorry, ghost. It's been a shit show. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, shout out to one of our Discord members over on the Moto Photo section. We've got Martian Armada. Did you figure out what bike this is, by the way, Bo?
1: Uh, I think it's a Suzuki. It might be an S. I don't know. I know it's a GT380.
0: It's a Suzuki Suzuki GT380, which is a really cool retro bike. You know, that would be be a really cool bike to take to, I don't know, the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Uh, That's probably the only good segue I'm going to have the entire day. No, that's fair. Okay, so that's Discord down. Uh, Next up. We are
1: not doing... Okay, so we should clarify since we just talked about Discord. We're not doing... A Cardo giveaway. If you don't know, a lot of this stuff is coming from overseas. Uh, There are, of of course, some issues with supply and shipping and all that stuff. They are backlogged a little bit. We've got like two or three winners that are still waiting. We've been in touch with them. They have been very agreeable, and we have apologized because we feel bad that they feel bad. Uh, but they're going to try to get those squared away. So for the time being, we don't want to put too much more pressure on them right now and make sure that everything gets handled and everybody's safe and able to function. So we're not we're not going to be doing a Cardo giveaway today, right, Chase?
0: Yes, yes, that is correct. We are going to give some pressure <laughs> release release valve on, on Cardo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we will be back uh, doing that hopefully next week. Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, you've, you, it's my favorite time of the, okay. of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost tip of the week, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you by ghost on two wheels over on youtube or uh instagram never trust an electrician with no eyebrows <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about i have all my eyebrows and i've seen electricians in here they've been uh have all the electricians that uh did our stuff have eyebrows did we check that yeah i mean i'm a little on the fence about
1: that because like that'd be like not trusting a, a wood shop teacher that's missing fingers, and like I, every wood shop I've ever been in, a guy's missing fingers. That's just sheer laws of averages. That means he's not doing enough work. So ghost tip
0: of the week, in controversial <laughs> in controversial <laughs> status. It didn't get a chortle out of you, so <laughs> it Sorry, okay. ghost. All right, so uh, now. <laughs> It is time for quick shifter, which is we are we are getting through this very quickly yes. um, Quick shifter is our segment, of course we go over some high level stuff happening in the motorcycle community that way you guys know what's going on and uh I don't get to talk about it very much yeah keeps me quiet, so I'm pulling that up right now because we have to figure out what's going on. what's happening in the motorcycle space
1: I don't know, man or, your computer
0: it's gonna die it might, die this, it <laughs> it might it. die this show it might actively die this show.
1: Like YouTube's
0: not even loading. Guys, my computer's been badly. It's been shit in the uh, bed today. I tried to transfer a file the other day and it froze. So that happened. Anyway, moving on. Yep, there you go. Here we go. Okay, what do we got? Still love it. I did so much effort. extra. <laughs> European motorcycle sales drop in April 2022. 20- by 9%. However, electric motorcycle sales are up 21% compared to last year. Look at the look at electric bikes coming in. Interesting. How perfectly timed with tomorrow's first ride. Interesting. Of the live wire. Hmm. No, that's right that it's going out tomorrow. Uh, that is uh, an old note here from Ghost. The electric bikes are still a very small <laughs> yeah. segment. Yeah. So... Yeah, the, the technology of batteries just isn't there yet. Uh, it's not, but man, that live wire is a fucking hoot to ride it, to work every I'll sell out
1: that. of that limited edition live wire in like 24 hours.
0: It might. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, That's it, the, right
0: there. there. You can take it, bro The Go. S2
1: Del Mar LE, the limited edition live wire second electric motorcycle. And first, middleweight was just released for pre-order. It sold out in less than
0: twenty minutes. Yep, sucks if you want one of those. <laughs>
1: uh, it's got a very uh, flat tracker kind of vibe. I dig.
0: I, like I can't it. tell if it's a trials bike or not.
1: The um, the actual version of it's going to cost like fifteen thousand.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: So they the, dropped the, the price by what? The, seven grand? Yes. Yeah, so and not over the, the live wire. The ones? limited edition, I think, is like seventeen. This one's going to cost like fifteen. Hold your butts. Hold your butts. <laughs>
0: IMS outdoor events are canceled for 2022. Oh my God, we're going downhill, fam. Citing, <laughs> citing how brands now promote their products given delays and other pandemic-related issues. Dang. Yeah. Okay, so sales are down. <laughs> outdoor events are canceled. Right, it's been fun, guys. All right, we're all. That's it. That's we're, Motorcycles are over. <laughs> motorcy- no, electric bikes. Electric bikes are coming back, but uh, coming back. Like they were at a thing. Oh, good Lord. I know. We have five seconds of Thanks. just sitting there <laughs> with
1: that dumb comment. <laughs> you just stewing I've it.
0: I have to sit through it. Oh, my God. All right, you can do it. On.
1: unveils Diablo concept based on Yamaha MT-09 SP. Okay. I want to see it. Oh. Bro. That is gnarly.
0: I will take... Th- so,
1: the MT-09 talked, SP a mystery. base. Mystery. <laughs>
0: Interesting. That looks sick as shit though.
1: Yeah, that's a uh, pretty interesting.
0: And if it's based on the MT09 SP, bro. You know it going to ride good. Yeah, Look at the front. What yeah. the hell is I don't know, happening? Man. It looks like a it looks like somebody's Wait, c- claw. Are we talking the same company that makes the windscreens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, okay. yeah. All right, take
1: uh Suzuki makes 12.6 times more revenue from car sales than motorcycles and ATVs combined. More outboard motors sold in the U.S. than motorcycles. Poor
0: Suzuki. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say I'm
1: Didn't surprised. Didn't they just pull themselves out of, like, Moto GP? Yes. It, it
0: ain't looking good for <laughs> Suzuki on the motorcycle side. Aw. Oh, oh, it's been Seth. real, fam.
2: Check your bingo cards.
0: <laughs> oh, goodness. I forgot about the bingo. I feel so bad about Suzuki now. I shouldn't have ragged on about that GSX 250R as, as bad. Oh my god, the audio (laughs) The scary audio is hilarious Ghost,
1: did you make those sounds yourself?
0: (laughs) Perfect, okay So that's a quick shifter segment That's the news Uh, Major pull uh, from that is Suzuki's going downhill, fam See you later (laughs) Well luckily this episode's not about Suzuki We're not going to be ragging on them So we should be okay Cool. What is today's episode about? Today's episode is super exciting Because we are prepping up for the Distinguished Gentleman's Ride. If you guys are fans of the, sh- uh, the show, the channel, you guys saw we went to DGR last year. I think it was my first year going to DGR. Yes. Um, got to ride a cool Triumph motorcycle around in fancy clothes around Atlanta. It was a great time. And, it, fun. Uh, it was fun. Uh, were, you weren't there, were you, but I was not there. Oh, sad. Are you going to be able to make it this time?
1: I won't be able to make it on the actual ride mm-hmm. itself.
0: But you'll be able to come in Bef- general? The before and the after. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take that. Anyway. You got the puppers at home. We figured with that happening soon, we should have a special guest on the show. Yes. To able to give us more information about DGR and also have a conversation with another motorcyclist and just enjoy a little convo. So. It's tired of talking to me. <laughs> I'm so tired of talking to Bo. I had to bring somebody else in here <laughs> to save me. Anyway. Drum roll, please. I, I don't have a drum roll on the soundbar. How do we not have a drum roll, though?
1: Because it's taken up with all sorts of other awesome shit. Don't worry, shit. I got it. Like, <laughs> like, like this.
0: <laughs> okay, that's our drum roll. May I introduce Dutch?
1: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: See, who needs a drum roll? We have Dutch's <laughs> we have voice. We are a DJ airhorn horn over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, everybody, uh, this is Dutch. I think we met... For DGR last year, right? We did. So there you go. Yeah, that sure did. We are we are relatively new friends.
2: Yeah, we can say that.
0: So yeah. uh, God, I'm your voice friends. is this so is good. good. I hate that your voice sounds so good so, on that microphone. Uh, uh, fun
1: fact: I found out that you at, either have or at one point were going to do voice vo work.
2: Fact: I uh, I do voiceover work. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've done that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean,
2: it's not rock style, current, but. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. "That's uh, that. That checks out." Hearing hearing that voice through these headphones,
0: <laughs> that checks out. <laughs>
2: buttery buttery was soft a, voice. Somebody this. Was
0: it. a motorcycle <laughs> podcast. It is now a voiceover podcast. <laughs> uh, if you want to get started in voiceover, come on. Come on, <laughs> right. on two right. wheels. Chase on two wheels. No, chase on two mics. It's going to be a, uh, a show on how to how to learn how to do voiceovers. That's uh. hilarious. All right, so uh, Dutch, I guess for the people uninitiated that don't know you before we get into the whole dgr stuff if you could give us a history because you are a motorcycle rider I am, of course yes. if you weren't this would be a kind of an awkward situation very awkward
1: <laughs> but luckily <laughs> it's gonna be awkward God. anyway but now
0: <laughs> it is gonna be awkward anyway but uh luckily you're a motorcyclist so i think give us a brief history of you uh and kind of maybe spin that into your motorcycling and how you got
2: into all that like, yeah. tell us who the hell are you well, thank you for having me. First of all, I appreciate it. Of course. It's, uh, yeah. DGR and Distinguished Gentlemen's Ride a big deal coming up uh, next Sunday, so I'm very excited about it. But for me, it is a six-year-old me with my dad riding motorcycles, right? Started on a little bitty Honda 50.
1: <laughs> and uh,
2: <laughs> You've come a long way. I have come a long <laughs> way, yeah. And I, I, The more, you know, when you look back at your childhood and you figure out kind of why things happened the way they did as you grow older. It's one of those where I was on that 50 on the roads where my dad, who's been a president of a hunting camp for as long as I can remember, and so we would go out there, and I, as you may imagine, have a lot of energy. So <laughs> I could,
0: uh, tell me more about this energy you have.
2: So he would literally, there would be a tank of gas and the bike, and he would say, I don't want to see you until lunch. Nice. <laughs> and he would just let me go. And so I would roll back. I'd come back when I got hungry or when I needed to fill the bike up. And then I would just go out again. And it was just awesome.
0: Like That sounds like a dream. It was a dream. I want to do that right now. I want somebody yeah. to drop me off in a forest and be like, here's a motorcycle. Here's gas. Yeah. Come back when need food. Our <laughs> childhoods were so different.
2: Right? <laughs> 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 I mean, well you think about it, like you don't even let any kids out of your sight nowadays but this was literally just like come back alive when you're hungry <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love that so much yeah i didn't get to have that childhood but i am now envious of your childhood i, I had
1: something similar but it wasn't as fun i was i was a latchkey kid so i was a pretty much mm-hmm. i just did whatever i wanted to do but it wasn't filled with motorcycles
0: yeah. <laughs> it was just a bunch of busted bmx bikes That's wait it. so yeah. do you have any memory as a child on adventures that you got into on a pw50
2: in the woods by yourself so getting lost yes uh <laughs> running into trees i learned how to avoid trees real well <laughs> at a young age uh ruts i learned all about ruts i learned about mud because it's all georgia red clay yeah right i learned all those things on a 50 nice like yeah growing coming up right i Face planted enough times, and so those I have those I would i air quote skills. Like, right. So <laughs> right. those are when you're that young, you just hey, you're alive today, right? So <laughs> yeah. you you yeah. learned
0: really well.
2: You know what You know how fast it can stop when your peg digs into the ground when you tip over. Like, you you learn all these little yeah. things and start not doing them.
0: In my <laughs> experience, you know, it only takes a couple tree hits <laughs> to really to really lock in what yeah. you're doing wrong and not. I'm do always again. jealous
1: of people that like grew up as a small
0: i see these kids
1: on these 50s and i'm like man i didn't like motorcycles weren't a part of my life until i was 11 so yeah. it was like when i see those kids running around with their big old bobblehead like helmets and those tiny little bikes i'm just like that looks like a blast
2: <laughs> that looks like an absolute blast yeah i, I definitely am lucky it also extended to the, uh, my extended family which are from minnesota so my uncles all rode um you know, different bikes. He would have his dog, as husky, that knew how to sit on the back with his arm, front paws on his shoulder, yes. and oh just slide God. around. And so, you know, I, I am pretty lucky in that it's been in the family.
0: So, where do you go from a PW fifty as a six year old? Like, what was your what was your bike progression up to, and what do you ride currently?
2: Yeah, so the progression was uh, you know, really pretty quickly into uh, it was go karts, the fifty, and then it was eighties here and there. Um, mostly borrowing friends, but then I'd got, uh, when I was just in my teens, probably like 12, 13, I got a, uh, KLR, uh, not KLR. So it was K 125, Ko 125. Yeah. Uh, Kawasaki and that thing, little two stroke deal. And I didn't know how to take care of it. So I was riding around and I was a little, it was just too tall for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I totally burnt the engine out because I didn't know anything about oil and yeah. that stuff yet. So you um, just learned your way. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, and then basically got a uh, cruiser shadow through college. Nice, rocked front parking. Yeah, and then
0: uh, <laughs> I will take full advantage yeah. of my situation here, hundred percent. Right. And
2: then I just started rolling through cafe bikes and old like old uh, seven fifty, right? CVs like oh, seventy six that I worked on for a minute, and uh, old uh, four hundred. Then I finally graduated into a uh, uh, at Harley Dyna for a minute. That was my dad's, and then. Uh, triumph scrambler 1200 that's the one that you have now right yeah yeah it's like i went on some adventure trips yeah and i i so i did off-road and then it was just like just on road right i was stuck with on road for a while just mostly because i didn't have anybody to ride with i right. think it's probably it was just your circumstances and then when i just saw just some adventure trips and a lot of like other people was watching ewan and charlie right yep was a big one for me and i was like wow this totally is possible i can do this yeah. I'm, like i've ridden off road like, they did it yeah, clearly why am i can. doing more yeah. of this and so uh, yeah i just started doing some other trips and i was like i'm buying something you
1: know? <laughs> <laughs> i know that feeling <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> right? so you you start off Uh,
0: in the woods by yourself but then when you got older it was like you realized how dangerous it was i guess you got on a bigger motorcycle like i can really fuck myself up now so i need to be super careful or like well Mm -hmm. i've never been into the dirt so like that's an area where like i don't really know what's going on over there so what's the mentality behind being more on road and riding with people type thing
2: honestly motorcycling's just been something that I've always done. So it's also practical. Like I would do it on, we'd go to trips, we'd go to Thunder Beach and stuff, and I could ride with my dad here and there, but I, it was a mode of transportation and something that I loved. So I'd go on rides, but really it was a circumstance of my environment. I worked a lot back then. <laughs> and that. it was just, I, you know, I didn't really have time and I didn't, I didn't make the time to go out right. and do any off-road. It was more, you know, going out, working, partying, doing all the things. Gotcha.
0: I find it interesting from my perspective. I'm I came along like the uh, super sports side, and I find it pretty interesting that you've never dabbled over on the super sports side. You've kind of kept it cafe cruisery section. Do you have any interest in super sports or any of the sporty class bikes?
2: I have ridden them in the past. There was an old this. This was in the mid two thousands. I was doing a promotion where. Uh, we were giving away a motorcycle, and so it was my job to ride the motorcycle two bars. So oh, I set up this promotion. God, what we a terrible job you we're had doing a motorcycle giveaway! <laughs> and we were doing a motorcycle giveaway, and so I would basically ride this bike into the bar and rev it, and it was like, you know, kind of blacked out helmet, so you didn't know who the rider was, because it didn't right. matter. All the focus was the bike, but I'd be like, rawr, rawr, I'm, I'm sure that's totally legal now. <laughs> but, <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> but like, you know, then people would come over and enter to win the bike and all that stuff. Gotcha. Um, that's that was, pretty cool. That was back in the day, but...
0: So, you're on, a, you're on a Scrambler now, mm-hmm. and you're on your second one? Because you I had am. a blue one, and I now did. it's green, and uh, it's yes. not the same bike. That is correct.
2: So, what <laughs> happened <think>. with that? <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> uh, so, I was in an accident. Oh, are you okay from I, the accident? I am, thank you for asking. Yes. Of course. I, yeah, I was in a motorcycle accident, and that was my first real road accident, actually. And really? I was riding, yeah. Holy yeah. shit. I'm a pretty... I'm a pretty safe rider. Gotcha. Like I'm very, taking a lot of classes. I'm very alert, very astute, and I actually, ongoingly try to be a better rider. Good for you. And I grew up in Atlanta, so I'm very aware of how aware. the drivers are. I was <laughs> yep. about uh, to say, and it's just like you know, you, you these little things you you pick up. Like I'll, if I'm next to a car, you can't, and they're right in front of you. You can't see their face, but I can watch their front tire, and you can see a tiny movement, and you know if they see you or not, and it's like all these 90 places your eyes are going in every second, right? You just kind of pick up over time. And obviously I'm not that good at it because <laughs> I, mean, I got turned in front of, but like, you know, there's only so much you can do. I would, I mean, you're, I would argue you're in, you're in Atlanta. You're batting 9 dollars
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like. We were, uh, we actually talked about that. I don't know if it got into the episode. We did a Learn to Ride series uh, last year. And that was one thing that we've kind of talked about is doing more episodes of that and trying to, teach people how to dissect those really minuscule little movements where you can with like 90% accuracy be like that person in a couple in a mile or so is going to get in this lane and then could probably cut me off. It like, was I'm like his yeah.
1: observational defensive skills that yeah. like every writer. Special- observational <laughs> defensive nice. skills.
0: Yes.
1: Well, that's what they are, man. We've talked about that before. It's just like you you get this kind of second sense cause especially if you've traveled like you you're kind of an outside the, the city uh person like you spend a lot of time it, it going through the city recreational chase right. but yeah. like i've lived in atlanta my pretty much my entire adult life with a short stint in charlotte for no good reason <laughs> um but like atlanta drivers are just a different breed and it's like you you learn to like read the movements and like that just, it takes time.
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you have to be super vigilant in Atlanta. People yeah. cannot drive. Yeah. Um, and their
2: habits, their signs, and I'm obviously yeah. no expert on it because it, they're, they only work when you recognize them and they work when they work for you. Yeah. Right. right.
0: Like, yeah, exactly. Um, so you are a host of the DGR here in Atlanta, how did you how did how did you get involved with that? Like did you just like I am host here
2: and planet <laughs> flag? A new flag. <laughs> yeah. well, the, so the host thing came about with um t- the origin story if you will of the of the host part was really You have to say this with a super deep voice. You, origin story. Did you Oh host. my god. <laughs> yes. Ah. did not
0: ex- exceed all expectations. Okay, please continue. So,
2: yeah, <laughs> it was it was um Around two thousand and sixteen or so i found out about the DGR. I, you know I was into the cafe racer stuff, and DGR somehow popped on my radar because it 's been you know ten years now yeah. around um, It sounds like you are somebody that was
0: built and bred for dgr the see, hearing your history of <laughs> motorcycles it 's like did you start the whole thing uh, or no, like what 's no, going no, on
2: not even close yeah Mark Hava and the crew and out of Australia um, started it, and it was more of a you know they saw Mad Men and you look at uh, how he looks up against the motorcycle and how cool that was. And it was just really taking that theme of gentlemen can ride motorcycles. And it's not all, you know, one percenters. And it's not all, you know, every right. what people have in their brain of what motorcycles are right. who don't ride. Um, so It was just a cool vibe. And then partnering with the Movember Foundation, which, you know, mustaches you usually think of growing your mustache in November. So anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So <laughs> back bringing it back in 2016 um, ish uh i was going trying to get to some of the rides never could make it right uh and then uh fast forward a few years i ended up getting uh diagnosed with testicular cancer Shit. so that was in 2018 and around august of 2018 i found out that i had testicular cancer so gentlemen check your boys <laughs> uh once a month noted
0: everybody the watching
2: Dang. So, yeah, and that's obviously one of the reasons I do it now, but, and we'll get there. So, you know, that happens. Um, I've always been huge into motorcycling. I've I've been a proponent of the DGR, but wasn't able to be involved ever. I was doing other charity pieces, uh, like the Movember Foundation stuff. And then in, uh, you know, 2019, they were, uh, it was coming back on the scene for Atlanta because it was gone for a little bit, but uh, it was coming back and they were looking for hosts and so I emailed in. I was like, I want to do this. This sounds right. awesome. This is way up my alley. I love motorcycles. Here's my resume. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can be a value, and I want to be a value, and like, right. let's save some lives. Let's have some fun. Right. And so, yeah, they, uh, they, I got luckily chosen along with, uh, with Tim Ritchie, um, Chris and Peter at the time, uh, right. Chris Liggett. And uh, so all of us came together. Uh, Made 2019 happen. It was a really great ride. Um, I That sucked because I wasn't able to actually be there. So it was a lot of prep. And you I do was all Ireland. the work. Yeah. And then you don't actually <laughs> go on ton the a of work. And then they did an awesome job of execution. Uh, I had to be in Ireland for a wedding, which was great. I ended up renting a bike out there and doing my own ride. Of course you did. Nice. Was, <laughs> and uh, my wife and everybody was really, really cool about it. Because we landed and I was like, I have to do this. So, <laughs> I am, I'm not contractually obligated, <laughs> right. but whatever the closest
0: thing to that is. Yeah.
2: So I had to track down a rental company and then I had a bike for the week. And it ended up being so great with the rain and everything. I had a blast. I, I was about so saying
0: I, I've been to Ireland one time and it was absolutely gorgeous. So I can only imagine riding through it. You're yeah, like, yeah. oh man, this sucks that I can't be in a
2: giant group of people. But yeah. man, look yeah. where I am. It was really awesome. It was a little town called Dingle. I made a video about it. it was, that it was, is it was an amazing name for a town. Right? <laughs> and it's so it's a cool little
1: town, Dingle. So you have a lot of experience putting together like events and stuff because that's your like your past life is working with, like, in the music industry and stuff like that.
2: In the broadcast and radio industry, yeah.
1: So this wasn't, uh, like, a far stretch for something. But this is, like, marrying the two worlds of, like, professional and, like, personal.
2: 100%.
1: I do events
2: constantly, and then being able to put together... Because we've done a lot of charity events, golf tournaments and concerts and everything else. Um, So being able to throw an event that was... This was just heaven, yeah. Well, so, like, a,
0: a very...
1: Atlanta-centric thing is that like I remember I know your name before I knew you because of like 99x and all that oh, yeah. stuff. And so like, and then my brother, who was like roommates with your partner for the van stuff, and so like I knew the name before I ever met you. And it's a staple in there, so like it's a weird thing that like um, it came um, back around and he said your name and I was like, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I know Dutch. I know Dutch. I know <laughs> of Dutch. Like everybody knows Dutch if you've been in, if you live in Atlanta. And you're, four, like, 30 to 40 years old.
2: Ages, you up.
1: Like, 99X was a part of your life, whether you liked it or not. Like, it, yeah. was, it was a part of your life. So the name is very familiar. It's got some stank on it. Like, oh, man.
2: I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. It doesn't, it, I guess it doesn't really feel that way necessarily. But it, I have been a part of some really cool things. I've been lucky enough <laughs> to, to do that. Like, 99X was huge before I got there. It was one of those things where, like, man, I saw it at Music Midtown. I was like, I want to do that. I saw you know Leslie Fram and the guys on stage, and like yep. that looks awesome, and I got lucky enough to find my way in there. There I feel seems like- to
1: be a common denominator with <laughs> you. <laughs> You're yeah. like that looks awesome. I'm gonna do it.
0: <laughs> I feel like we need more information on this history that Dutch has here, because like uh, you you do seem like a a perfect person for doing content and events. Have you always been like that? Like did you develop into that based on jobs you had? Like how did you get to the point where? You are very personable, and a lot of people are, do not have that ability. So
2: how yeah. did that become? I mean, you guys are super personable. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I think every humans in general, we want to be personable. Not everybody. Like, it's built the same way. They have introverts and things. But generally, humans like humans. <laughs> And, I uh, hate humans personally. <laughs> <laughs> Screw
0: <laughs> humans. You know what I'm saying? Robots, the way. That's the future. <laughs> I automated. fucking knew it. Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> the show is now AI. <laughs> shutting
1: down. <laughs> It'd probably be an improvement on the be. <laughs>
2: yeah, so, I mean, well, why don't I I'll finish the uh, DGR yeah. story yeah. and then we can, we can follow back in. So, found out about that. Uh, basically, I was lucky enough to get picked. With uh, Tim as the main host and Chris and Peter, so we made that happen. Twenty twenty obviously was what it was. It was a ride solo deal, and then twenty one. You know, we we got it together. We bring in um, the Motor Patrol APD, so they're all on motorcycles, and it just makes for such a cool ride. Yeah, hundred percent. It looked great in the footage. (laughs) What's that? It It looked awesome in the footage. It was
0: literally so. The twenty twenty one was the first year I was doing it, and we've we did meetups for probably like six or seven years and we went through four to five years of that where we had a ride and we got to that 700 number and we were like we're not doing that anymore <laughs> so i can appreciate when i go on a ride that's very well done yeah. that is the that was the best ride i've ever been on as far as like right. a massive amount of people yeah yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> well, absolutely next level so Man.
2: well thanks yeah. for saying that on behalf of the whole team because it's obviously not just me yeah uh there's a big team that makes that day happen so yeah. Was
1: Tim the other guy that said it was in the promo video that you did? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah.
2: Yes. Tim is the uh, lead host. Right. For a DGR. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And so you know, as of this year, I'm t- I've taken a step back and doing more uh, consulting work on it. So we're bringing in more people. We've got Mark and Brooke and a whole slew of other great people that are helping out. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. Very but, cool.
1: I'm I'm excited to at least uh get to experience the before and after
0: the before and after
1: yeah like yeah i won't i like i said i won't be riding right this year because oh you mean the, like the actual event yeah, like before the, the ride i mean like here. the ride is cool it looks great uh i have a, i will bring you plenty of footage from the ride i promise here's <laughs> the thing about like group rides i'm always really sketchy there's only a few people that i feel comfortable riding in a large group with so i always get a little sketched out because i never know what to expect it looked super organized But, like, all the other stuff, like getting to see all the cool bikes, and, like, I am an extrovert, so, like, talking to people is is how I get fulfillment. So, like, that part's exciting. So, I will be there, like I said, the before and the after. I'll let him do the ride thing.
0: Yeah. I will gladly do that. And that's totally respectful.
2: The thing about the ride that I enjoy, A, because of the great work for the APD, but also because... We, you know we keep that pace right so it is a parade it's like a really good looking parade <laughs> that, that goes around fastest and, and floats ever and people are, people, <laughs> right? like the, some of the coolest floats you'll ever have like you know you're people are waving and they're honking and they're excited like normally when you go through and you have a group of bikes go everybody's pissed 100 yeah, <laughs> percent. So the opposite happens yes. here usually uh you know everybody's waving and having a good time yeah,
1: it looked like one of the most organized things I've ever seen with a bunch of motorcycles. I was, was really
2: I, I, the first
0: time, when I was doing it, I was shocked. I was like, okay, this is a motorcycle ride. Let's just, you know, let's be prepped up for this. But it's one of the few times you can ride with other motorcyclists and not be pissing people off, it, yeah. which is a, a pretty rare thing with, as far as motorcycles. So how, I mean, like people.
1: in the general public, how well known is DGR. Like if they see a bunch of a guys question. and gals all dressed in the nines on those motorcycles, is it to the point now where people go, Oh, I bet that that's thing. It's that thing. Or are we not there yet?
2: It is very selective. We're not quite there yet. It's not mainly mainstream it's not hugely mainstream. However, that's really what we're working on. I mean, let you know, you guys being cool enough to have uh, talk about the DGR, and then just getting out. In some more mainstream media is definitely the goal. Uh, last year was a huge goal, so getting on broadcasts and TV and stuff like that, and just I think so getting on some of the partnerships that help it get into mainstream media is going to help. Yeah, um,
1: I don't think there's enough positive, uh, you know, ideas floating around about motors, especially in. In Atlanta, yeah. We're, we've got a we've got a very small crew of people who are ruining it for the rest of us. <laughs> I live right next to them, and uh, so it's nice to see something positive come out of the motorcycle world and and get attention. So, like anything that we can do to get more attention to it, I'm I'm here for it.
0: Yeah, yeah, we, we super want to try to <laughs> fight the good fight to get motorcycling being a a positive thing that people think about instead of just the stereotypes that people are literally
1: wearing the shirt right
0: now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing a route apparel shirt. That kind of works. Ride Positive, ride positive. Absolutely. Um, so you're taking a step back DGR this year. Are you going to be there at the ride this year? Oh Yeah, I'll be there for sure. (laughs) percent. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'll definitely be there. It's, uh, I'll be at the Atlanta ride and, um, yeah, it's shaping up to be great. We can't announce where the start and end is or the route, Uh, Yet, you know, that's something you find out when you register. Gotcha. So uh, I would encourage everybody to register now. And the whole point, you know, it's for awareness, right? Awareness and fundraising. Right. Uh, And to, to talk about that quickly, you have the fundraising piece is is something that gets missed out. Some people will just register on Saturday before the ride so they can get in the ride, which is totally fine. There's, no, I mean, there's no judgment there because awareness and being a part of it is all about it. And so, please, if, if, if you can come out and you dress apart and have the bike, great. Right. Come on and bring it. Um, along with that, funds are being raised, right? And so there are... Um, it, real programs around the world that are being helped by the Movember Foundation that are that get I mean it's been like thirty one million dollars since the start Jeez. of DGR just to the DGR not even what Movember does separately oh okay um, gotcha. so like the and there are just line you can go on both websites gentlemen'sride and Movember to see where that money goes and right. it really does go there because when you think about it there's not a lot of places not a lot of organizations in the world that are focused on men. Right. We're just not good at putting that stuff together, you <laughs> right. know, generally. Um, Organizational skills not on the top of our <laughs> list. <laughs> right. So it's a good opportunity to really get behind a men's health organization that does, uh, does some really good stuff in a, in a really fun way.
1: So there's also ways for people to support people and support the cause if they aren't able to make it. Like yeah. we mentioned that um, in the video that we just put out uh, about the five bikes for the coffee shop that like you can if you can't make it to one you can at least help the cause and sponsor a rider and yeah. raise money that way for people so it's kind Just of like a 5k it's, yeah it's like it's a, literally well, yeah. like
2: somebody it's like a motorcycle it's like a guy
1: like me <laughs> wanting to support a 5k cause right i get it so you I reach get out it. to
2: your friends and be like i'm gonna take time I'm gonna dress up get the clothes do all this thing because i would like you to sponsor me on my ride for you know for distinguished gentleman's ride and then you know there's also a segment on the website for pillions so you can actually if you're that. riding with somebody whether it's in a sidecar or whether it's on the back you can do your own registration which is pretty cool yeah, uh, yeah.
0: that's i think that's relatively new but that's pretty awesome i yeah. need a sidecar is what i i now know. <laughs> bro
1: i've i've been seeing them all over atlanta lately i'm just i'm here for it
0: does uh, royal enfield make a sidecar i'm sure they do we need to get with the Royal Bro, get
1: A, a Himalayan with a sidecar would be hilarious. We put a flag in it and everything? <laughs> oh my God, yes. All uh, right. It's already a tractor. You had a third wheel to it. <laughs>
0: 2023. Better watch out. We're going to be coming in with a sidecar with a flag. Um, so we've been talking about these, uh, these giveaways that you guys are doing for dgr this yeah. year oh, dude, i'm so excited about that. uh yeah. can you tell us more about those i can because yeah. they seem dope yeah and i'm not a music person
2: well so there's multiple ones and i'm going to pull a couple up while we're talking but yeah there's multiple giveaways but the main giveaway that is the largest fundraiser for the for the entire world basically globally so it's a global ride for those who don't know it's a global ride that happens in the same day right. all over the world uh, and the, the highest fundraiser is going to get a collab between Triumph Motorcycles and Gibson Guitars. Yes. And it's a custom, basically, uh, you know, if you go on the site, Gentleman's Ride, you can see it as well um, on both sites, too. But they, it's a I mean, gorgeous Triumph. They've painted the tank. There, there's, a, there's a pick holder in the seat. <laughs> uh, emblems in there that, were, that are custom made. That's dumb. Uh, Same with the guitar uh it's they they match right the tank and the guitar it's a Les Paul they match and where it comes from is basically in 1959 the uh, T120 was released and the Gibson Les Paul was released so that same year Um, and that's where the partnership really gets born from and they've made this really kick-ass duo
1: it does look amazing I've got it up on your screen right now uh Chase right that's that's the i'm not a, i'm
0: not a music person but I'm like
1: <sighs> bruh I like the contrast cut pick guard that matches the fins on the right uh, right? uh yeah. I'm not even a, i'm not even a huge les Paul fan <clears throat> as far as like playing it as, as an instrument but it they're gorgeous guitars and the bike to match i'd love the the like tan leather dark tan leather seat and everything it's a sweet looking bike dude. i feel like
0: it would be a travesty to like ride that bike though no nah, would- i'd ride it everywhere i would <laughs> ride that
1: everywhere Are you kidding me i want people to see me
0: i know but like
2: you it,
1: nah that, son
0: i'm typically of the same like a bike should be made to ride but like i would have a hard time if i had a guitar had and conversation a bike at
1: the gt uh delivery uh that like i was like it's sad to see supercars just sitting somewhere, and they get like ridden every once in a while. Driving a real I was like, "Man, I would be driving this." Are
0: you, are you kidding me? I want people to see this. <laughs> would you ride this with a guitar over your back? I would back, just have though? it <laughs> on my back. Like the whole time? Are you kidding me? <laughs> at this point, though, you kind of have to get a uh, over <laughs> and yeah. right. You have to get a, a helmet painted to match, though, right? Well, of course. Oh, of course. Oh, sorry, I didn't know we were talking. Of course, <laughs> amateur. <it was. laughs> sorry, I've never had a motorcycle and a guitar match that I can ride around at the same time. Yeah, yeah. My apologies. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, super
1: cool. That's the that's the big prize.
2: Yeah, that's the big prize. And then you have so there are gentle folk prizes below that, which include you've got a Triumph Bonneville bobber uh epiphone inspired by gibson guitars like a nice. antique aged beautiful acoustic guitar and then a heaton helmet and that's all custom so like the uh or the the uh heaton helmet is custom um and so you've got really as you go through all of them um through your general folk prizes through the other fundraising awards i think the biggest thing that because you can go through all of the bikes you can go i mean the fact is there's four motorcycles that are given away right. around the world, right? For, Just casually. For fundraising, right, by Triumph. And then there's the Heaton Helmets, and then there's uh, the other sponsors that give stuff away. But what I'd like to focus on more, because most people, it's it's re- that's brilliant and amazing, but yeah. most people don't get that high. Yeah. Right. And so the great part about it is when you get down even lower... I mean, you raise $250 and they send you a really cool patch that's one of a kind for the year. And you get right. pins and you can get stickers and things of that nature. So you have, you know, for every level, even lower fundraising, you get something, um, which is really cool. And then this year, too, there's another guitar for, you know, raising $59. Um, oh, okay. that's special so you too. get
1: entered even at that. So like the small fries get. And that's so cool.
0: (laughs) Okay, so what I've learned is, guys, if you're watching this live show, I need you to go into the description. You you need to support this because I want a patch. So we got to get it to 250
2: Please, God,
0: I I want my patch. I also want to support things, but, like, I I mean, I'm selfish, and I want a patch, okay? (laughs) That's amazing. If I win the guitar, I'll I'll give it away. (laughs) That's amazing.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, uh, one cool thing is – so with, with the uh, guitars and the prizes, you also have um, guitar cases that go along with um, the three guitars in there that's painted by uh, a really, really good artist out of Nashville that's doing a custom paint job on the guitar cases that comes along with that guitar. So just the, the level of collaboration has been really cool um, from all the work that uh, the two right. companies have done. So
1: It seems like those kind of things all kind of fit in with the the theme of everything like it's a very community uh, i the, the you will probably have a, a different perspective this because the music industry and the motorcycle injury industry i think cross over in a lot of places yeah. and so like when you get into things like this it makes a lot of sense when you see all these companies and all these uh artists and stuff coming together and like all these ideas This is such a well thought out kind of Uh, ordeal that happens and so it's just interesting to look at it through the lens of like this is not very typical for men's health to be discussed at this level but it is very typical for men's health to be kind of woven through like motorcycles and guitars and cool art and like getting to dress up fancy it's such a fascinating like outside looking in at the way that it was kind of brought to the table to say hey like we need to make we need to make this known but we can't just be like hey support you know We're like <laughs> make it interesting and fun and make it make sense it's just, just a cool thing and seeing all those those guitars and and everything sit next to those bikes i'm just like Man, there's some smart people over there <laughs> like what a <are>
0: guy's like <laughs> yeah. they like guitars and motorcycles let's get them in <laughs>
2: Uh, so yeah, we're there so like the second i mean the last thing i'll leave you on the prize is this, uh, so the second general uh general Folk prize triumph thruxton rs with a heat helmet and the jacket you've got the uh third fundraiser uh highest fundraiser is the triumph speed twin and your general folk winner is a triumph Bonneville bobber and the helmet all and the jacket phenom- so all, all phenomenal. motorcycles <laughs> yeah i mean all right it's just it's pretty cool as far as not many. How many five Ks are giving away? Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> When's the last time you did
2: a five K and won a motorcycle? Yeah, yeah. Here's a pair of shoes. Thanks. Right. <laughs> you get a shirt. <laughs> you get I'll, to keep your bib.
0: Yeah. Like, I would. I would prefer. I
2: would prefer the motorcycle, please. Thank you. Yeah, it's um, been really well put together over the years with yeah. the you know, hardworking people on the back back end trying to right. grow it even better. What did
0: they give motorcycles away last year?
2: Did yeah. I know? they did yeah yeah dang They've been so they
0: motorcycles just for a while now motorcycles left and right mm-hmm. and that's with triumph doing all the supporting the motorcycles and stuff like that yep that's it's very
1: interesting Have they always been in bed together the T- dgr and the triumphs um for the past
2: oh I and mean, you're gonna say that like five years um that's pretty cool or so yeah it's been a while and then uh and you know continuing i mean that's that that partnership is continuing so
0: I feel like um, that's a partnership that kind of like has to happen because yeah. when if anybody thinks I think classic motorcycle, I think Triumph is far above anybody any other uh, OEM that, I mean, at least for me, r- what? Not paying attention to anything. but It's hilarious. Ghost is speaking to us. Oh, sorry. Um, so, I totally lost my. No, sorry.
1: I, I, I looked over to my left and there's just this, this giant, giant picture of you tipping your fedora
0: oh ah, <laughs> uh, yeah so we'll run an ad real quick we'll be right back and <laughs> we can continue yes, this conversation <laughs> while chase uh figures out what he was gonna say What's going on, guys? This episode of Live on Two Wheels is brought to you by RevZilla's RPM Membership. What that is is basically a membership program that only costs $60 a year, not a month, but a year, and you get a ton of rewards from it. It's kind of like Amazon Prime for RevZilla. So if you're buying a lot of motorcycle gear, especially on RevZilla, this could be really interesting for you. Check out all of the things you get for this. So you're going to get free two-day shipping and returns. You're going to get 10% off exclusive brands. You're going to get 5% cash back, period. Also, for you first-time members, you're going to get $15 in cash back from the moment you get this membership. It's also going to include early access to sales and phone lines and exclusive events. So if you're somebody that buys a ton of gear and could find a lot of value in this RPM thing, by all means, we'll have a link for you down in the description below. Thank you guys for supporting the show by going to that link, and uh, thank you Revzilla for sponsoring this episode. RPM membership also applies to Cycle Gear and p Cycles. There, I updated the ad. We'll see you guys with the rest of the show. Wait, did I come back at literally the perfect time? You did. Wow, look at me! I still have no idea what I was saying.
1: You're okay. we were talking about how uh, Triumph just seems like a perfect kind of fit for.
0: So for DGR. right, right. So DGR has been going on for you said ten years. Yeah, We're ninth so, year uh, with uh, with Triumph. So Triumph comes in like uh, works with uh, them. So question that we see a lot, uh, or at least ever since last year when we started making content and seeing stuff. So the classic bike thing. Mm-hmm. What's up with the specific bike for the ride? Like, what's yeah. the whole like mentality behind that?
2: Yeah, good question. So the the idea is it's not just a and i say just but it's not a motorcycle ride that is like an, any other ride right it's right. it is we it's supposed to be specific it's supposed to be a little bit on its own and so the idea was keeping it in theme and that really is the main piece so it's not that other motorcycles can't join um it's just that making sure we that the right bikes are in there that right. look the part, and so it's vintage and vintage inspired. So, right. which are, you know, you have cafe racers, you have brat bikes, you have sidecars, you have, you know, all of the list trackers and stuff like this, right? So, and custom bikes that are done their own way that look vintage. So that's why vintage and vintage inspired motorcycles right. are well. I imagine dressing the part.
1: I imagine if you're trying to raise raise awareness, showing up in something that is a little bit different tends to turn more heads yeah, than just a bunch of regular, like, you know, a bunch of soft tails right running on the street.
0: Well, I think a, a side effect of that, based on certain uh, rides in the past, I would imagine that having that select group of style of motorcycles probably helps you guys run more, we'll call them professional rides, because sport bike people are assholes the way they ride. I mean, it's just... I, I'm I'm saying this yeah absolutely (laughs) no but like when you get like I feel like the people that ride the style of motorcycles that you guys have in y'all's group are much more like hey we're here to support and show a positive like thing for motorcycles whereas when you get a lot of sport bike guys together it's like Oh man, whose dick is bigger? Who can do a better wheelie? <laughs> so, like, I I think that's one of the things I I really like noticed. And the I, I, I'm being serious. I, you I guys know, know what I I'm really saying. I really
1: want now in picture in my head somebody in a in a top hat, <laughs> right, <laughs> on Doing a year with a sidecar
0: just popping wheelie. a wheelie down right. the road, and what? I want that to happen uh, so badly now. <laughs> there, okay. Look, well, I'll put it this way. Younger guys that find themselves on sporty motorcycles tend to get their, get in their ego and want to, the escalation of stupidity happens extremely fast. I've seen it on every single one of my, uh, uh, one of my group rides, regardless of how, how big of a deal we've had cops, we've done the whole cop thing. It's like, Hey, we'll have a cop way out front. So the idiots go to the middle, you know what I mean? So, I think one of well, the side benefits of that is, yeah. like, hey, let's all have, like, a mature ride so that we can actually spread positive. Because, like, you don't want to show p- motorcycles in a bad light.
1: Well, so, the, the like,
0: at least from the outside looking in and,
1: like, you know, being third party to last year's ride and doing research and looking into these things, like, you, the idea is that it's a much more serious subject matter than just riding to raise money because it, it is for men's health and it's also for men's mental health which is kind of a stigmatized you know, section of you know psychological well-being is that like yeah. men are supposed to like crunch down their emotions and you know not outwardly feel things or struggle with things in that way and it's looked at poorly so like it, just by being a serious matter do you feel like that that kind of permeates into the actual Event itself, and people are like taking it more seriously and being like, "This isn't about ego. It's exactly the opposite
2: of ego." Yeah, I think you're right on. I mean, the great part about the event in that way is that, it, right? You set the tone, you set the energy on the front end. So not only are you talking about a pretty serious subject that people n- don't like to talk about often, right. um, you're you're creating a safe space to talk about it, or hopefully, and uh, and yeah, so you are, it is a serious subject, and and not that all. Fundraising aren't serious subjects, right? I mean, they all are, um, but we're you know the fact that everybody dresses up nice, the fact that you know it it just has a more mature, more mature like f- classical feel to it. Right. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think you find less, and then the 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 motorcycles, some of them are are really old and can't do that <laughs> stuff. Right? So, uh, some people are really How do I showing those vintage motorcycles. And it's like, I mean, you know, you're, you're push starting them to get them going. I remember <laughs> last ride. year, I was looking so, at
0: some of the bikes, and I was like, yeah. "Did that come out of a museum? Uh, yeah. Is that out of somebody's girl?" I was shocked at some of the age yeah. of some, like, and they are well. <laughs> it's, kept. it's
2: not intention. Yeah. It's 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 uh, limitations. Uh, you, know, <laughs> like, you know, it's obviously both, right? I mean. <laughs> you set it up at the beginning and make sure that because here's the thing you know, I don't know I, it, it's an event that people who are into it and like it gravitate to. It's very clear that it's it's called the Distinguished Gentleman's <laughs> Ride and if you want to be a, a, going and hooligan around a little bit that's not this ride so why would I even it's sign not very up distinguished. Because there are so many other <laughs> rides and so many other things you can do mm-hmm. that right. aren't this ride, right? That's not what this is.
0: That was uh, That was probably one of the bigger things we uh saw uh, at least on our side granted our our audience is more you know sport super sport focused people so when they were watching the distinguished trying children reach out huh we're trying to branch out yeah we're trying to branch <laughs> out um but we we saw that a lot on our comments last year and honestly we we did that ride and it got me thinking is like wow this this is how a really well put together ride is and i was like well all these like sport bike guys, like they don't have that type of thing. So I started like, just cause I guess the way my brain works, I was like, is there a way to do that? Cause you know, do some sort of like uh ride, maybe to support some cause or something like that, or just raise awareness about motorcycles and hi, don't kill us, please. <laughs> yeah. um, but I, I kind of came to that roadblock personally of like, I don't know how to even do what you guys did with, with super sports and sport bikes. Cause there's, there's just a I don't maturity think distinguished enough. Yeah. I don't chase. think it's distinguished enough. Honestly, um, <laughs> yeah. that was because like, I, I do want to raise positive awareness for motorcycles, but like, it's hard to do when you can't, you can't control every single person, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's a, uh, well, like it, I said, that's, that's the kind of way I, I look at this event and such
1: a, a unique way because it does, it does both things that I care very deeply about. I was a very closed off introverted person for a very long time and I damaged myself psychologically by holding back a lot of pain and suffering from when my father passed away. As a child, I just didn't have those skills because I'm 40 and I was raised by a generation that was like, you know, don't cry. Boys, don't cry. Suck it up. Yeah. And so it wasn't until I was an adult Then now I'm, and he'll tell you, like, I'm very upfront, straightforward, and open with my emotions, how I'm feeling. Uh, I'm very aware of those things and so that's a very important part of my life and how I operate But also motorcycles and 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 The optics of motorcycle riding in United States It's so much different than any other country and it's seen as a luxury and like to me It's much more so the marriage of those two ideas is such a fascinating thing to watch from from like the sidelines even just like there's Two parts of this puzzle that are like a hundred percent who I am—they're both important, and they both serve the purpose of bringing awareness to the positive side of those very like. There's diverging paths when you talk about people with motor. You know, talk about like. N- non-riders when you talk about motorcycles it's like oh they're all jerks and they all drive like assholes and they're zipping in between cars and blah 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 and then it's like you get the other side of the fence for men's health where then nobody wants to talk about what a person is going through if they're a man they're not supposed to own that feeling and so seeing that kind of married first off it just makes sense whoever started this like fucking good on you because
2: like that's brilliant shout out to you yeah Yeah. Yeah. brilliant that's Mark and the crew in Australia they deserve all the credit it's amazing those guys and Mikey yeah it's amazing and you can see it through
1: when we were when I was editing through last year's video uh, like I said I wasn't able to make it but I could see what was happening as they were experiencing it and just seeing the kind of mentality and attitude people from all walks of life were coming together talk about a tough subject but do so in a way that it's like really fun and amazing to experience and watch just like you said it's like a parade that goes 40 to 50 miles an hour <laughs> like that's pretty so cool
2: the uh i mean you talk about just the men's health side of things and you're right it when you especially as if you're older a little bit you're definitely not trained it wasn't a normal thing in most households yeah um You know, I still go to therapy. I have a therapist and it's awesome. Shout out to the the therapist. therapist. Yeah. And like that, I think that, why is that taboo? You go to a coach like LeBron James coach, like, you know, name sports athlete, He's got they like have 70 coach.
1: 5, 75 coaches. for yeah, they have a day. ton of coaches, yeah.
2: right? And it's all to make them better at this, that. And if you think mental is not a part of that coaching, yeah. you're out of your mind. <laughs> pardon the pun. Right? <laughs> so, like, why can't? Why is it weird for for just normal people? Instead of I'm going to pay for somebody to make me better at my swing, or I'm going to pay for somebody to coach me at my, you know, mountain biking or whatever it is. Why can't I? You know, be able to talk to people and know how to channel my anger and channel the feelings because emotion has so much to do with how you perform uh, in anything that you do. Yeah. And so, why not get better in that in the headspace? Like, well,
1: also right. those kind of mental block it, uh, blockages awesome. also have an effect on your physical health. Two And as you get older, those things are more and more apparent. And so like you deal with stress and you deal with grief. And then like at, at like thirty-five, you start finding lumps on yourself and you're just like, What the fuck is this? Did I manifest this yeah. like the
0: bottled yeah. rage
2: for twenty years? Wait, I
0: got a year before that. Do I need to be prepared? <laughs>
2: Bro. Start
0: checking. Yeah. Start writer. checking, dude. Because yeah. well, <laughs> I, I
2: mean, I think stress was a big one for me. Like, yeah. No joke. I was at I was at a yoga class with my wife and I just felt an abdomen pain right Mm -hmm. so i'm like this is weird like it felt it was just that weird abdomen pain it's just like getting hit in the in the nuts yeah and i went home i was like something doesn't feel right and i kept feeling it and then at at night i'm laying in bed and i went down i was like all right i know that testicular cancer is a thing let me go check for i heard long ago that there could be a lump so i go down there and there was sure enough a wriggle rocket and i was like immediately up you know on the phone googling things and Um, then it got progressively worse as you googled to find out well it's weird because when you just google something like that it's like oh there's like four things that don't hurt you at all that it could be and then there's that one thing and then there's the one thing so you know wake up the next morning immediately call the doctor go in and they're like we're gonna get you an ultrasound right now Oh, oh, cool. Okay, so cool. it was the so, one thing. Well, they know, yeah. never say it, right? They yeah. never say it. It's just like... Then, yeah, you're right.
1: No, I had one of those moments yesterday. When, uh, was it yesterday or the day before? When my hand just started shaking. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. And like I just started like almost Parkinson-style <laughs> sh- <laughs> shaking. I was lifting a, a drink, and my hand was just uncontrollably like shaking. I put it down. It would stop. And I'm like... You have those moments where you're like, okay, Google, (laughs) uh, what is it? You know, is it the 13 things that won't kill me, or is this a degenerative disease that's going to to, to end my
0: life? (laughs) So, question about uh, the cancer thing. Like, how did that change? Like, did that change you mentally at all with your outlook on things? Because I I can imagine, like, if, if I went through something like that, I would be like, oh my God like you're you got past it and all i yeah assume. yeah i mean i'm okay. you
2: know I'm, I'm what a few years two years past it now so i'm not out of the woods for five years so gotcha. i'm to take scans and everything every six months uh and check blood and those kinds of things to make sure there's nothing building back up because it could come back right i could right. the other one could get affected or because i've had cancer it could pop up somewhere else in my body so they right. check for all those things um but yeah man it it puts you on a spin and yeah. in my particular experience if you catch it early enough they go in they pull that boy out and then you're going along your merry way and right you can live a normal life it's kind of like taking a kidney out um but you know in my case it had traveled up a bit and there was three months of chemo treatment that you're just i mean they are pounding you it's right you know, five days a week where you're just getting pumped for eight hours a day uh Shit. and you're just like you know, that's where you lose all your hair and do all this stuff. And right. and yeah, you get, you have time to think about it, but I'm a very positive person. And I had some amazing help, yeah. um, you know, from family, from my wife, from uh, mother-in-law, my mom, my sister, my dad, like everybody, right. Extended family and friends and people that would come with me to the chair and, you know, all this stuff like you just, you, I was super, super blessed in that way. Right. People from work like sang me a big uh, song. Everybody like sang a song and sent oh, me a video. Awesome. It, was, it was right around the Super Bowl when it came in town. I was supposed to work it. I was super <laughs> <Right>. excited. Like <laughs> we you know working all that time and, and I had a chance to work it and I was out sick and everybody was working. And I felt so left out and it's like you, you find out a who, who you like real friends are and it also puts real perspective on. Not everybody knows how to deal with that because I especially before this was horrible at that stuff like mm-hmm. if you were to tell me you were sick for anything i'd be like i can't talk to you how do i what do i say or yeah. you have a, like, my, my response is laughter my stress yeah. response so if you're like oh yeah my mom died i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> right? and, and not on purpose i just didn't know how my to wife do it. is the same way like i just laugh because that's my weird and i feel terrible and it you know I, I still do that sometimes unintentionally. But I was you know. going to say,
0: if you ask Heather, I, that is that is my thing. We we have gotten in arguments before because she says something so serious. <laughs> well, no, like it, I don't, I don't. You can't control that. No. You just yeah. you just start laughing when your brain doesn't know how to process emotion on it, and you're just like, she's like, why are you laughing? I was like, if I could tell you. I would tell you, I don't know what to do right now. I, but I am, I'm so so <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. I sorry. So sorry. I love you, and this is not the emotion that I'm trying to uh to show. Um, so I imagine you do you start thinking about it. Sounds like you had a more like adventurous life up to that point. Because you've been writing for yeah. you, your basically your entire life. So yeah. was there anything that popped into your head during that time of like, man, I got i got to really like fast-forward this bucket list situation. Yeah, do you find yourself more
2: or less risk-averse now? Yeah, Good question. And the answer is it depends. <laughs> <laughs> You're more calculated now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now I'm way yeah. more calculated. I take a lot less dumb risk, but also I think that comes with age, but also this. Um, so yes, I take a lot, uh, way less dumb risk as I did before. Um, so I'll take calculated risk because I'm still adventurous. I mean, one of the big bucket list pieces um a buddy of mine uh terry he we had the idea to go to ecuador and do a motorcycle trip uh where do these people one. have these ideas so we're like i hear of this and yeah. i'm like i want to do that but how the hell do you, you do that? totally do it it's awesome bro noted <laughs> so we went down and uh and he's so unfortunately i was really bummed because we were going to do it together and the only time i could do it is kind of a, it was a celebration he wasn't able to go and i was like i like, this is the time I can go. This is, I can. I'm, I'm getting better, and I have to go. Yeah. And he was really cool. He was like, "Do it, man. We'll go on another trip." So I went solo, and did a. Uh, I met up. I had a guide. Like it was a one of the outfits, um, and it was. They were really great, and it was just me and the guide. Like it was. It was supposed to be a group trip, but it was just me and him. We were on a uh, dr 650, all loaded up with all the gear, and we just hit the mountains up in the volcanoes and the Andes, and went. Like, for four some, days.
1: Some people, Chase, are just built different.
2: And, they and it was, have, I'm it was realizing awesome. this. And it was so cool because yeah. you have every all the gear on you, and you just disappear into the mountains. And, you know, I'm still in touch with that guide. He was nice. from France, but he was living down there. And he had traveled all of South America by himself and was just kind of stopped there to work. And, like, we're still in touch. He's Raf. He's a great dude. And we got, we got obviously, great. really close because we just yeah connected on that how do you not get close with like hey
0: me and you in the mountains four days motorcycles we We were
2: literally just talking
1: about this uh, outside before you got here um but like i have a friend like that and we were working at the same place i worked it for like 15 years yeah we were working in the same building for different uh different it departments within that building and he just comes up to me he's like hey what are you doing in like two weeks and i was like I don't have any plans. He's like, well, you want to go ride? And I was like, well, fuck yeah. I love riding. And he was like, cool. So we're going to go up north. We're going to go through New York into Canada. And then we're going to go up to the tundra, like the line, and then just ride across Canada, come back down in Seattle, and then come down through, pass over the Continental Divide, and then come back in. And I'm like, you know we got to work Monday,
2: right? <laughs> like,
1: how do you... The brains of people like that—they're just like, "I'm gonna go." It's so. F- this is
0: why I'm so excited about adventure riding. I'm I, I'm fascinated by this mental. So okay, so take us through that trip specifically. I imagine that's one of your like probably like top fives.
2: Yeah, de- I've got yeah. My top five is cool for me. There are people out there when you get like start looking at adventure riding that do amazing things all the time. And you can, and right for me, adventure literally means walking out of your door because I. I went riding Sunday with a buddy of mine who's just getting into it. Right. And so I, I, he led, and he's trying to teach people how to do it. So I was like, yeah, man, I'll go with you. Yeah. On-road, off-road. I just love to be able to, you know, you can ride on the roads for a little bit, and then if you want to take a right and go up that dirt road that goes who knows where, you can, right? Um, and there's and there's time for that and time for not, right? Sometimes you have all-road trip. It doesn't really matter. It's like a, whatever that adventure is for you is, is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, for me, because of my off-road upbringing, right. I wanted to get back to that, and because of some of the, you know, just watching the UN and, and those guys, I'm like, I need to get more into this. I just, I feel that's me because I love travel. Yeah. Um, my wife loves to travel, so we've done that a lot. Right? Um, does she ride? I met she does not ride. Huh. Um, but or so early on, <laughs> Uh-oh. we. No, this is the funny part about travel is so that we. I've always loved motorcycles and we started to do a, a lot of trips and I was like, all right. So I was able to negotiate with her and she was cool about it. Um, wherever we go on our trips, I was like, I just need to ride when we're there. Nice. And so the first one was in Mexico when we were at the cabana. It was rainy and kind of gross. And I was just I get kind of bored sitting in one place I'm like hey do you mind if I go for a motorcycle ride tomorrow she's like yeah so I just found Shout a guy that wife, rents, dude. rents yeah she's, <laughs> right. she's pretty cool about <laughs> yeah, it that's dope. Uh, way cool so then they were doing an off-road day trips so like done a man like that I was like hey do you have any spots for tomorrow so yeah so boom I just that's rode so the coast of cool. Mexico and back it was all you know off-road and then uh, India was another one that I did which is crazy uh, how with, do you how was friends. riding
0: through oh, that it's crazy I, yeah. I I get like sensory overload watching yeah. and I'm like I could not. Yeah, we had a follower
1: not. that was uh from uh,
0: that area.
1: I don't think it was India specifically, but it's a very common like the road the rules of the road don't apply. Well,
2: it, there is. It's a more yeah. of a water flow. <laughs> yeah, and it's yeah, like it's, then there are rules. Yeah. You know, if you get in the flow, <laughs> you're all right. Yeah. He he would send us
1: uh, he would like tag us in, on Instagram and stuff. I know
0: we have a decent sized following yeah. in
1: India, it and he would just tag, he would tag it, to it, me. It, it, like just sitting at a, an intersection in a city that's like six lanes on each side, and you're just like everybody just seems to know what they're doing.
0: It's nuts. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's a bucket list item for, for me is India. I'm
0: fascinated by the culture and yeah.
1: and the landscape. Well,
0: so how how is it being an American riding in India? Because I imagine you have to be, you kind of have to put some things out of your mind, right? Because you can only control so many things. Yeah. And I can imagine in India, if you are in the middle and you fuck up, a lot of people are going like, to go
2: down. So how do, you, how do you get past that whole thing? It's not really any different than the connector in Atlanta. Like, so okay, if you, fair if you, point. I mean, you, you see people getting in and out and that crossing tracks. lanes. And I mean, just because there are lane lines there doesn't mean they follow them. Just Apparently, because there are stop signs there doesn't mean they're following them. Clive says the cows there are a menace. The cows will stand in the middle of the road, and you have to go around them. They are sacred.
1: Yeah huh yeah, yeah. so it's like they don't you can't
2: move a cow no, no pun intended hey <laughs> <laughs> nice. i was hoping for more on the front end but i'll take it <laughs> come on bo yeah. we expect more out of you <laughs>
1: that's cool i mean i imagine i mean you are already adventurous before but i imagine they take on a new meaning like when it, you do adventures now yeah yeah it takes on a different meaning
2: it does i mean when, well i would say that Every day takes on another meaning, to be honest. I mean, uh-huh. there are things where I've always been a really hard worker. I've always tried to cram as much as I can into things yeah, and learn new hobbies really and stuff. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but I think now more so, it's, it's done two things. It slowed me down a little bit That's and up. changed focus. So whereas I just go, 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 I really try to take time more for family and friends that are close. Because it goes by so fast where... You cannot see relatives for so long. And I'm like, time out. I need at least once a month I've got to try to talk to, see, you know, I call my family more than I did before, right. uh, stay in touch more, because really <clears> those <throat> are the things that matter uh, long term. Well, so, yeah.
1: so bringing that back to DGR, mm-hmm. like, I, my, you know, everybody's experience is different. Yours is very specifically related to what the whole event is for, which is, interesting in itself it sucks that you had to go through it i'm glad you're okay thank you yeah you get an opportunity to share that experience with people that are showing up and kind of be the face of what this is about yeah. you struggle with mental health you you've, you're in therapy to help yourself get better you went through cancer testicular cancer like does that sharing does it help you f- go forward like does that help being able to like meet people and talk to them at those places or does it get kind of overwhelming like you kind of feel like you have to be the face of it since it is so interconnected to who you your experience
2: well probably not unlike you guys that get noticed and things of that nature um for me it's I really do it because I want to hopefully save somebody's life because I was so blind to this prior to going through it. And I think most of us, as guys, we just we don't think about it a lot, generally, right? I mean, obviously, it's a generalization, but we just kind of go and go, 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 go. And it's always either there's competition involved or there's what can I do next or are you striving? And everybody, with just daily life, it's fast. Um, And I chose to be vocal about it because I just... I figured I have a place to do so where I can maybe save a life. Now, there are definitely times. I mean, in, inherently, I don't love sharing a lot of my private life. I'm really a private person overall. Like, I, yeah, I post things on social media, but it's usually pretty generic. It's like, like picture a motorcycle example, and yeah. here's this, you won't see me gush or you won't like, it's not, you're not gonna see photos of me a lot, like a ton where I'm all selfies all the time. And like, guys, listen to me what I have to say today. That's not, that's not my thing there's all there's obvious places for that, like you guys are really good at those things. I am not as good at that um, <laughs> That's debatable on our side <laughs> <laughs> no, but like you guys i mean it 's interesting it's i mean i've obviously watched you guys for a long time so but the for me on this side of it it 's big I feel like that part 's bigger than what me right it 's like I need to take myself out of it, and there are definitely times where I just want to sit, close the door, turn off the phone. I don't want anybody to talk about it and I really go back and forth on the types of things that I want to share because you're forever connected judged whether you like it or not like yeah. every that somebody's gonna take that with you and then you become <coughs> that guy or the voice this is or what face of or that yeah thing. and then you're like well I'm way more than that but I thought about all that pretty deeply and I was like you know what that's it is who I am and it might save somebody's life and so if somebody's gonna Hold that against me, <laughs> and if I'm not going to get hired for a job or if I'm not going to get this or that, or if you know I don't get experiences because of you know however they feel, then that's really on them, yeah that's not yeah. me that's them projecting their issues on me feel good about it at the end of the day i can't feel bad about that because that's not my decision they've made that decision so i just have to go through life the best way i know how right and we need more positive people
1: like trey's great he's great he's a super positive dude but i've just realized (laughs) in this moment
0: (laughs) we need more positivity in this shop (laughs) well i i feel like in my experience our fault (laughs) possibly uh in my experience you know we've been doing the the channel for like 10 years now and the any time that i've ever been vulnerable and honest even like the the audience only knows like so much of me and my personal life because everything is so motorcycle focused and motorcycles are like 1% of my entire life right but any time that i've ever been uh, this is kind of like before we had a team where like, if I needed to make like an emotional video where it was just me and a camera talking and being really serious, those videos have always performed really well. So I think there's a, a connection you can, that people can like just subtly pick up on with you when you're being honest upfront about things. And I've, I've never seen anything negative when I've been super open, Op- more open than I would be. become. Comfort- I, I would not film a video like that right now with the guys in the shop. Like no offense to you guys, but I'm not gonna make a video like that no, with like. I, I get that. You know what I mean. But anytime <laughs> I've made a video know, like me. that, <laughs> <laughs> I know how I would respond. Yeah, Good yeah. on you for not doing that.
1: Yeah, probably a smart move.
0: <laughs> but like the, it, it always seems to me that that whenever you can be like genuine. open your heart up and like have a Gen, um, genuine, yeah, genuine, yeah. I guess that's the word I'm trying to find. Um,
1: well, it's easy in this kind of industry, in any public industry, to. To get
0: pigeonholed, like you were saying, you're like you're that guy now. Like you're, that's what you. Do. To be fair, you do seem like a robot that DGR created. <laughs> to like your entire life story does kind of work exactly towards DGR. It is a, it is a,
1: it is a perfect
2: puzzle piece. <laughs> it is that's what I'm saying. That's
0: what I'm saying. It just by happenstance, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately and
2: fortunately. Well, yeah, and that's you know, regardless of life, I will do my best to help the cause of men's mental health and all the things in whatever ways that i'm able to and this so happens to marry everything together uh that i love and yeah so i'll just continue to do that
0: right pretty dope so uh speaking of outside of motorcycle stuff what else, what else are you into other than motorcycles i unless you're only yeah. interested in motorcycles and that's all you think about and do no
2: no sir <laughs> what, what else <laughs> uh, like i said yeah. i saw his linkedin it, it's
1: <laughs> it's a scroll <laughs> it's noted
2: no i mean i think I've just re. It's, I was telling the story to a buddy of mine. We were out the other day, and somebody asked me this question uh, about like what are you into? And I was like, you know, I, re- I realized a few years ago that when I was younger, I really wanted to be James Bond. Nice. I loved that's fair. James Bond. Well, you're right? taller than like, Daniel Craig, so, so you got yeah. that going for you already. No, that's, that's about all I got. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just the the cool factor, the ability for him to jump in anything and drive it. Right, right. Like, it doesn't matter what it was. He would get in anything. It could be a tractor or a helicopter, a you know a space <laughs> shuttle, and he could drive it. And so I realized that I just wanted to know. I, I wanted to be able to be put in literally any situation and figure it out. And so because of that, I've worked to learn a lot. I, I mean, I was in music for a lot of years. So I was in a band and early in early in college and stuff. So we played around town and drums, guitar, and all that stuff, and and uh, some vocals, and then everything else like I've learned I've flown planes and flown helicopters I've done skydiving I've done you know scuba diving I've Jesus done. Chris: I'm
1: exhausted uh, <laughs> you know,
2: trips are cool I've learned how to sew recently because I want I made a, a DGR flag for the back of the bike so I want to learn that. how to sew because I think it's a good skill to know so I learned that one you just um, have a
0: giant skill tree that you're just trying
2: to get it every is, yeah. so I, and that's one. it's more of like a growth of all the hobbies that I can possibly have
1: well see I like the I like the idea of being able to, to be put in a position where you're not necessarily comfortable with it but you have a you have enough knowledge of it. Yeah. Well so what are you what's some, on your list still? Some
2: people are really good at specific things. I'm a jack of all trades like Master get me in there, in there and him, I will yeah. make something happen, right? All right,
0: so what do we but, need to get what do we need to teach Dutch now? What, what what's left? Do you, have you ridden a tractor?
2: No. Okay, no, I have tractors.
0: Not. I
1: have like not. A, you can get any earth movers. I have some experience Ooh, in that. Haven't done any earth. What about moves? a that
2: tank? Sounds like fun. Nope, you can do that. I was about to say, isn't there somewhere that you <laughs> yeah. can like go? Okay, in, in Georgia, so, you can do that.
0: Yes. Uh, of course, you can. <laughs> 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 in Georgia, great. All right, so the tanks easy. So yeah, what yeah, else do we need? To, what one. else do we need to get you in to drive? Man, that's a good question. I, uh, this part, sounds like a series to me. Yeah, like, can Dutch drive it? Dutch <laughs> driving, we'll figure out a title
2: <laughs> yeah, work in progress. <laughs> But I'm not allowed to have any trading <laughs> <laughs> Right, no, no, no <laughs> Oh wait, into. no, no,
0: Ghost got it It's called Dutch of all trades uh, Dutch of <laughs> trades, something, there's somewhere Okay, yeah. what is, what is a, uh, a bucket list drive something that you can think Like what would be the craziest wow. thing you could think of Let's pretend that we have all the train. connections And we train. can let you operate anything What would you pick? Oh, man. Like That's We were, like, cool. billionaires. I was raised around
1: railroads. like My, gran- yeah? my grandfather. Uh, uh, that
2: would be really yeah. cool. I've never.
1: I want to do I, that. That's mine.
2: What that, is it? That would trains. be cool. Trains. Just, just a, train. a general train? I want
1: to operate a train, yeah.
2: A train. Because, like, my,
1: my, my grandfather on my dad's side was an engineer. A uh, uh, conductor, sorry. And he, I was just raised around trains. I'd play in, like, the cabooses they had off to the side.
0: This is an entire side note, but I watched. Have you seen uh, that Boba Fett Star Wars series. Mm. I, we're only on like Heather and I are on episode like two sp- or three. I don't want you to spoil it. No, the, the irony of like last episode, he's like taking over a train and it's like a little there's a robot in the front of it. And it's got like six arms and it's just like turning all this shit. Yeah, I want to learn how to operate a train. That's mine. Okay, so you get train. That's a good one. Yeah. What you
2: got? Oh, man. Side note, where, where did you fly a, a, helicopter? a helicopter? So you can do discovery rides here in town. Mm-hmm. Both plane and helicopter. Okay. Um, and so you, go they basically take you on a flight, and when you're up there, I think depending on the pilot and everything, I mean, you're able to actually fly when you're up there and discover what it's like to fly a plane because they want you to take the lessons and right. become a pilot. Mm, yeah. um, so it's their like entry mode to get you up. Okay. Yeah, so I can't outwardly the say I know how to freak. fly these things, but like <laughs> if you were to, if you were to, if, movie style, right? If you were to throw me in a helicopter. We may or may not make it, but yeah. I've got a. But I got a, a fighting slight chance. chance. Yeah. I've got a chance. I feel. See, I feel
0: like helicopter will be the dangerous thing because a plane, you got your forward momentum, you can only do so much. But I feel like a helicopter, you could flip upside down and you're real fucked.
2: It was really interesting to me the delicacy that you use to fly a helicopter. So you have basically, you know, your your Deligator. throttle and then your yeah level. But the the uh, control stick actually that you use to to move is like the. the it's so small. It's so subtle on your on your right. like w- how you steer that thing. It's so if, if zombies hit,
0: we need to uh, we need to get in the Dutch as fast. <laughs> <'Cause> as <possible. laughs> I told you I told you about my old boss who who decided
1: to take a, a a course on getting his helicopter pilot license that was also a scam. But they taught him. So they went through the trouble of teaching him. And they how they was how is it a scam if he learned? And they he he just did that without giving him his license and took his sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> Okay, that's because it's cheaper to rent a helicopter for four people <laughs> than than it is for the course. So wow, so they scammed him, but he like he they legitimately they taught him how to hover like really close to the ground, which apparently is super fucking hard because of the the different types of like washout you get, they taught him the auto rotate, which is like go up like a couple hundred feet and then
2: just cut the engines. Does all this sound familiar? Wow. I, things I heard of. Again, I am okay. not a professional pilot in any stretch of the We're just
0: trying to, yeah. you know, remi- remind you that yeah. you, need to, yeah. you need to get yeah. up in the <laughs> helicopter better, again, man. start
2: researching all the <laughs> travel everywhere. <laughs> yeah.
1: Fascinating
0: stuff. You need yeah. to have a list of things you want to, uh, to yeah. pilot, and then uh, once a year, you go pilot each one of those things just to remind yourself, yeah. in case you just never case know, case you're going to you be... Have you done, like, uh, hot air balloons?
2: Been, i mean, yes, I've been in a hot air balloon, but I haven't piloted one. That's that seems cool. very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's a lot you, know, you got to read wind is, and stuff, but like you're pulling a lever. Is it truly like you just float with the wind? So you, you have yeah. a, uh, your pilot's license. No, 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 no. no okay. Again, I am okay. not. I, I've you taken said something is, about
1: flying planes. He's Dutch of all trades. Okay, he's uh, the master of flying, flying planes. Yeah,
2: I've taken discovery flights okay. on the on helicopters and in planes. So like, gone through there. I've done research and done some, you know solo studying and stuff like that but not i got my pilot's license for my drone so like i'm close Ooh, you yeah i mean you know more than i do i think that's official. Uh, <laughs> um,
1: i took that test I my brain was like if if either of us are in a vehicle in the air we exceed part 107 by a lot yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> okay we so exceed stocks stock suspension on most motorcycles yeah <laughs> <laughs> the stock spring rate. So,
0: I think I think part 107 it does not. Yeah. Okay, before we're we're getting close on time, but yes. I want to know what is the most epic motorcycle trip you've ever taken? Man, that cuz it sounds like that list is pretty deep for
2: you. Well, <laughs> it, it's interesting. I the the India and the Ecuador trip tie it in a pretty serious way because they were different And they were some of those that were crazy. Like Australia was cool. Um, Where we did, I just got back from South Africa, went with my sister. We did that peninsula was awesome. Um, And there's just, there's so many great places to ride. But those two, the Indian one was the most hectic because I went in and, you know, I went with with a guide, but it was like, not a super legit outfit maybe <laughs> right i mean it's just different in other parts of the world you, you here you would land and you have liability releases and safety checks and all your gear and when you land there it's on you and it's a like, survival of the fittest. <laughs> it's like oh yeah you, you know do you have your helmet you had a choice of these helmets that don't fit you or you know like the bike. Yeah. Vi- who knows when the bike was last inspected <laughs> You know, depending on the on the company yeah. you go with, obviously, but right. it's is literally one of those where because of the bike, um, it was it had this rack on it that we strapped the luggage onto, and it just caused this enormous tank slap right leaving the airport. Like I landed, <laughs> walked out on the bike, and it's <laughs> and I had to pull over and restrap it, and then we're going through, and it had this incandescent dim headlight Uh, i won't mention the bike but we're rolling through and in the in the mountains of india and it's dark now and i'm following these guys have never been there and so you're just rolling through the mountains of india southern india and like literally on dirt roads that who knows what's in front of you because you know Jesus Christ and you're flying because you're keeping up with those guys because you don't know where you are, and I'm not going to get left in India <laughs> yeah and
0: I'm gonna tank slap my way all the way to following here I guess One wheel or not It
2: was uh, yeah, I mean it was um, it was just I think that was one of the ones that stuck with me because it was one of the times where I really threw caution to the wind right and was just like, I'm, I'm gonna do this <laughs> it, it sounds like you happens. kind
0: of if you didn't, it would be like you would get a mile from the airport and be like, all right pulling the fuck this cord and i'm headed back or, yeah. or you just be like all right whatever it is jesus I'm take the
2: wheel <laughs> i'm good
0: <laughs> i got all my shit strat i'm fine yep. that's hilarious i'm just yeah. gonna
1: venture guessing guess it was a royal Enfield because they're very popular and- i can't uh- it was a
0: suzuki, <laughs> hey, <I> was a <laughs> suzuki. my apologies <laughs> to suzuki um we are only four minutes out so, we probably need to do Discord stuff. Let's, let's, It's where we had a good time. We did have a good time. Uh, Dudge, is there anything more you wanted to say about yourself? Where people can, uh, find info about you if you want them to or DGR? Any last, any last words?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm good. I mean, Shout Dutch is the Instagram, but, you know, it's, it's what it is. <laughs> uh, you know, again, most of the work I put in is on behalf of others. So, the, uh, I really dig, uh, the dot ride.com. That's where, you know, if you get on gentlemen's ride.com register, right. find out more about the organization, what it does for people and ride, you know, find a bike, borrow Ooh. a bike, get out there and or nice. support somebody who is, you can make anonymous donations or find a friend in the area and give them some cash. We
0: have all the links in the description down below. If you guys are interested. Nice. All right. Um, well, before we get into the discord, Dutch, we appreciate you having on for our guest. Absolutely, guests. that
2: Thank was you. awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me. Um, we appreciate I don't it.
0: feel like we didn't fuck it out too bad. You know? We didn't fuck that out too bad. That's good. No, that yeah. was that was that was all right yeah. for for our first, <laughs> first <laughs> guest. Yeah, for our first <laughs> guest that we never have.
2: This was great. Well, I'm honored to be on uh, season two. It sounds like so yeah, you pro- you might be the only guest. <laughs> <laughs> <two>. <laughs> I ruined
0: it that quick, did I? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Are Sorry, you kidding <laughs> me? Else? Have you heard your voice, Dutch? Yeah. yeah, you did nothing but add to this. So now. Uh, Dutch and, and you guys watching uh, what we do the last couple minutes we have this Discord page and people post ridiculous things and yeah. for the last five minutes we look at photos and laugh at them and uh, then we pick somebody and give them fifty dollars of Revzilla cash yeah because why not yes. yeah awesome all right so uh, we're starting out
1: we I have I have not looked at any of these I've not been looking at, it at all typically not Bo
0: like cheats he'll yeah. like look through it so he's he can be composed during this um, I, I never never get to. I cannot read this word, though. What word? The one that's on my screen right now. This is from Andy. Uh
1: carburetor on a Yamaha? Oh. Carburetor on a Ducati? Bro, if you look at this
0: from right you. here, it looks like a white line. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know anything about carburetors. Yeah, I'm that's outside of your wheelhouse. Yeah. Get it because motorcycles.
1: Sorry, goonie. <laughs> this is to the eyebrows for the electric <laughs> oh man
0: man i need i need to make sure my eyebrows stay so let uh, me cut. fix something for the peeps on
1: this because i had to uh add the filter for uh for that camera okay so let me um let me fix that oh for my camera for his camera gotcha yeah so let me go ahead and fix that dutch record.
0: was too desaturated we had to yeah. we had to saturation you up yeah i, appreciate it. I need yeah. A lot of not. Not a satch. I have to be careful, of satch. My face turns red real fast. He's a very pink man. I had to. I had to color grade a video the other day just uh, so my also face those didn't eyebrows look like aren't that
1: far <laughs> off from my actual. I get... I
0: was about to say. I don't
1: think they touched yours. Okay, so uh, talking about getting like being vulnerable. I I have to trim, trim my eyebrows down like once a week. Okay, they will connect to the if I don't shave the beard up here. Right, I get cheek beard up to my eyeballs. And then it connects to my eyebrows. And then my eyebrows connect here. And if I let it go long enough,
0: this will actually
1: connect up to my hairline.
2: Can, okay. I feel like that needs to happen. I would see that.
0: <laughs> can, you prove that? <laughs> can you prove that on an episode? Also, thank you for being vulnerable <laughs> yeah, in a okay. vulnerable episode. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. All right. So we got Motocannon. Oh, no. I can't zoom in. Why can I not zoom it's in? It's a small maybe? picture. Oh, okay. It just looks like I'm eating a banana. Yeah, because <laughs> somebody in
1: chat asked me to replace your microphone with a banana.
0: Okay. Well, um, that's. I great. have no idea why. <laughs> we probably said something focused on that. Um, I reunited with my scrambler on Wednesday in Vegas and ride right at home back on Tuesday, to, with a detour up through Utah and into Colorado. Oh, damn! Look at you, one of your little nice. of scrambler fam. Yeah. I gotta say, I'm. I've said on the show <laughs> next bike T seven for me most likely. But
2: But he saw that. I keep seeing these
0: scramblers, man, and and we had one here for a minute and
1: I've seen a couple of them go like going off road
0: and it's been like
2: oh have you off roaded your scrambler? How much? Uh I've taken it to off road parks. I have I go really really off road if you want to see a scrambler in action you can see it in the like baja 1000 style and do it doing some ridiculous things it has interesting check the suspension travel on yeah. bikes that you are interested in and Noted. compare them um and also the kind of the other things that come with it with what you're getting is my recommendation and then uh it's uh, man i mean I imagine they hmm. take
1: a little bit of setup to get to, them, to that point, but like just bone stock, I've seen some go out there into some pretty gnarly stuff, and you're like,
0: oh, you ain't just a pretty face.
2: Bone hmm. stock, you can rock and roll that thing. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Okay,
0: we're done with this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> no. try
1: uh, brothers. Of course. <laughs> we're probably going
0: to get a copyright claim, but we have another Terminator reference. Uh, hi, humans. Welcome we to our future. We won the last one. We did. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that next episode. <laughs> we're not going to waste us time with that. Himalayan with a sidecar. There we go. Done. I can put Oreo and Heather in this, and then I'll ride. It's it, a fun bike. It's not very exciting,
1: but it was very fun. It's it'll be
0: very exciting with a sidecar. Tractor. All right. Next up. Me on my way to ride my patina bike at the DGR. Oh, you know mm. what? It's a it looks like a built bike. I assume that would probably be acceptable. Vintage inspired. Vintage, <laughs> yep. Yeah, bro. Look at how many reactions this get. Okay, <laughs> well, I'll Okay. I'm my dumb and dumber. Wait, <laughs> Bo, we should dumb and dumber next DGR. Ooh. Twenty twenty three. Let's let's get with uh somebody get a sidecar and dumb and dumber it. Uh, That'd be hilarious. Dibs
1: on, on being Lloyd.
0: I just, what color is
1: that one? It's he's the blue one.
0: Okay, I'll be orange. Right? Yeah. yeah, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm fucking distinct. He just got inducted
1: to the wrestling hall of fame. By the way,
0: who Undertaker. Is that who that is? Yeah. I've never been into wrestling. Yeah. He's, he's uh he seems like a distinguished gentleman. I guess maybe he need this is not distinguished attire, but we'll we'll give him a. We got a photo a photo of a
1: person on there DGR twenty twenty
0: one. Oh snap! Nice. nice, loving that people. It's got a monocle and a mustache on his helmet. That beats my mustache. Yeah, uh, my my helmet's got a mustache on it. I'm gonna have to. I did get a sticker pack this year. Yeah, so. If I get a monocle, I'll I'll put it on my helmet. As long as it doesn't uh Yeah, there's one on there. Nice. Yeah, perfect. Old Titan five hundred. Moto Cannon, I know I could uh, count on you, Suzuki, shout out. Yeah. I gotta
1: really start <laughs> being honey. positive. See okay, Dutch, this is exactly what we're talking about. This is happening during <laughs> our our live stream.
2: <laughs> oh man. <They're> so some
1: <laughs> stuff from other videos.
0: So somebody went to our last year's DTR video. Ghost. Uh I'm kind of the <laughs> guy <laughs> Oh man. Oh we told you
2: Yeah I know you're right Well done
0: <laughs> There you go This is Dutch's other job <laughs> Just being Batman Specifically Lego Batman Which I like <laughs> just, Yeah Arguably the best Batman
2: oh. Wait hold on Give us
0: that sound bite i Batman. Batman There you go Now we have that Uh have to... Andy You Goonie Wait is this uh Is this a helmet that this you're in This is the
1: same helmet that I Oh uh, that you just got Yeah
0: but mine's black and. Uh... You guys are almost twinsies Yeah
1: almost twinsies Congrats it's, to Is you it's guys. more than enough It is
0: Oh <gasps> Can I come to the DJR with this? What is that? It's a Grom, <laughs> a Grom with a, a front fairing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would have to be accepted, awesome. right? <laughs> What's that What's the top speed for the DJR ride? Um, it's not it's that low. fast. Yeah, you can yeah, do that with a you can do that with a road speed.
2: I mean, you're at at speed limit or below. I mean, it's not yeah. I do kind of sure. love making a, a cafe Grom and doing like it'd be
1: like your DGR we do not need another bike in the shop okay fair point fair point sorry good lord let's get rid of you guys are not helping me this is my favorite I love whatever this is (laughs) this is hilarious (laughs) he just goes hi I'm home
0: (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen please do not treat your motors like (laughs) or do whatever you want it has, to, and it's a Suzuki, of course. I Freaking mean, pork. all right. So the, the super, uh, the super reactive one, small bore two it wheels. It has to be, it yeah. has to be that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Small bore two wheels.
0: All Yay. right. Shout out to there Small Bore.
1: Bro, he's going to have, he's going to have, like, <laughs> he's going to be able to buy the helmet you got <laughs> Like, he's going to be able to
0: drop a, a couple of bills. <laughs> that one's pretty great, though, yeah, honestly. Amazing. I, I kind of love that's that. That's amazing. All right, guys. Uh, so congrats to Small Bore on two wheels again for killing, uh, the, The freaking photos at the end. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Love you guys posting that stuff. Um, So that's going to be the end of our show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, If you guys want to, if you're just catching in now and you, you know, want to actually watch the whole show, it'll be up tomorrow on Live on Two Wheels YouTube channel. Link in the description. Or a podcast will be up tomorrow as well. Dutch, thank you so much. This was awesome. Yeah. Thank you, We had a good time. Hopefully, you had a good time. Had a blast. Awesome. Well... If you guys want info on DGR, link's in the description down below. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you guys next week, 4.30 Eastern Standard Time here on Chase on Tools' YouTube channel. Got anything else, Bo? There's only one thing left to do, really. (laughs) That button's a fart.
2: I love love that you were doing that for me, but that was so perfect because not everybody knows. That was the best delivery. That button's a fart. All right, guys,
1: bye. Ride, dapper.